we are live oaken bros episode three i think it's gonna be oaken bros plus oaken blows (laughs) (laughs) you want want to restart that's fine we're good (laughs) oaken bros plus alo plus alo anthony lopretti he's our general manager oaken bros plus alo general manager podcast manager multimedia i i have a question before we really dive deep into the whole idea of podcasting all right if you can rewrite the last season of game of thrones what would you have done differently oh it's a hundred percent serious question eric's not any game of thrones guy make it quick anthony don't make Uh, it quick we could talk about this for two hours we We should make this a game of thrones podcast (laughs) we would have a lot of viewers yeah, go ahead. How would you, what would you do I wouldn't different? have banished Jon Snow. Uh, spoiler alert, if anyone did, oh, who cares at this point? And I wouldn't have Daenerys get killed like that. It was kinda, yeah. I yeah. thought they were going to fall in love, there was yeah. going to be kids, and yep. they, they wiped out the whole- That was too obvious. The whole family, basically. Right. The Targaryens, right? Yep. Except for Jon Snow, we don't know where he went, went beyond the wall, but Guys, that is what it is. So. It, was a, it was a terrible show. You didn't even watch it. I know, and all you guys do is complain about it. They, it was it was brilliant writing for the first seven seasons. That last season was torture. Okay, they rushed it. You know. By the way, Eric is a fan of synchronized swimming. <laughs> That's the show he watches. <laughs> Ice skating. <laughs> I watch the Food Network. You still do? There's a Kids food. baking championship. Really? Last That's night. still. I don't still know why. Thing? I don't know why I like it. I don't eat carbs, but yeah. I just. I don't know. How old are these kids baking? Like eleven. Wow. And they're amazing. I, my kid would just mess that up so badly. I can't even make ramen noodles. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I just start watching this show. <laughs> is that so, what you, is that what you watch? Is like yeah, like, because at, at night I just like you don't watch movies. I'm usually watching TV and just on my phone at the same time. Really? Yeah. There's nothing on TV though. You know what? Great channel. Not plugging this, but I am going to plug it. They're not paying us for it. AWE. Have you seen that? Do you have Direct TV? Uh, I have Apple TV and Verizon. I don't know if they have an app. They might, but AW, the AWE channel, a wealth of entertainment, there are people just buying and selling private planes, buying and selling private yachts, buying and selling private islands. Like it is, it's just, it's a, it's a billionaire's channel for billionaires. Nice. It's incredible. And that became my go-to now. Right. I just didn't watch it well. Don't rush me. I'm going to rush you because we have to talk about what we actually wanted to talk about today. Which is what? How we set up this studio, how we set up the podcast. We that, or the two of you? The I just came us. here to Michael, talk. Michael's, we just need Michael's face and personality. 100%. That's all I'm here that, for. That's Anthony all I'm here for. I told Anthony, I'm like, we want to we wanna start podcasting. We want to get ourselves out there. And he's like, I used to stream on Twitch for gaming. And he's like, I know kind of what to do. I have to just stop you a second. Alex wants to do that. My son wants to do that. Can you? I'm serious. Can you teach him what to do? Because he wants to have his own gaming channel. Yeah, I mean, my my son and daughter have a, a channel called Bacon Unicorn Reviews, <laughs> which isn't live yet because he's he like goes by the name of Bacon and she goes by Unicorn. He wants to learn. He's like recording clips now of him playing Overwatch. Gotcha. And he has to put it on with his face. I don't know how to do it. No, we can it's definitely do it. It's just like it's just like this. Yeah, but I don't want this in my den. No, but he he, play, he he plays on like PS4, Xbox, right? He does Xbox One and the PS4 he doesn't play on yet. But so, now we're going to start playing Modern Warfare. So he wants to like uh, videotape himself yeah, like so what we're doing. Those setups are easier because it's a platform, gaming platform, not a PC. So you, you use... He, you, he can't play on PC. He says it's impossible. Yeah. So this is easy. It's probably just a wire. Can you get me that wire? Because I wouldn't know where to look. 
Actually, my cousin streams every day Call of Duty, so I'm going to ask him what he uses because he uses PS4. Is he so. Mr. Fruit? No, your his, cousin? His name is Bag. That's all I hear is Mr. Fruit. <laughs> Bag of Donuts. He's horrible. Bag of Donuts? <laughs> I hear my son says, Mr. Fruit plays this guy. Mr. Fruit plays I don't so, know what he's talking about. Stop getting off topic. It's podcasting. That's I what know. we're talking about. Anthony. Yes. How much did we spend on this setup? Uh, I think a little bit over the two. Two grand. So. I mean, you originally called me and said, I have no idea how to do this. It's out of my league. And I right. was like, let me just do it. Spend like 2000 I think we got it for just above 2000 Right. So we have like five cameras. We have two lights and we newly got a background, a backdrop because we didn't want a distracting background. We're filming in the center of Hollywood. Hollywood, Long Island. Hollywood, Long Island. Hollywood, Long Island. And the lights are actually better with the black in the background. You can see us more and less of the background. Yeah. Which is really good. Yeah, we pop off the background. We just wing this basically. Now we just need makeup artists. Nothing will help you. It's worth a shot. <laughs> if anybody out there has tips, you can, you know, let us know. Yeah. We basically Pop. wing this. Yeah. That's the point of it. Yeah. I mean, you know, the point is, and why I'm trying to bring this up now, if we can do this, anybody can do this. Absolutely. The question is, do they want to do this? Are people scared to put themselves out there, especially in our industry? Because it is a real private industry. Right. You know, we're, we're driving. I think we're doing it pretty successfully that, you know, yeah. we can talk about what we do. We don't talk about specifically who we are actually driving, but we can talk about what we're doing. Like we just did the creative Emmys on Sunday mm-hmm. and, you know, we posted about it all weekend. And uh, last week was fashion week in New York. Anthony knows that firsthand. <laughs> fashion we, week we had our every busiest, year. Yeah, we had our busiest week in the company history last week. Yeah. It was actually less stressful than, you know, as the years Why go on, we, we get better. We what, anticipate what, what? certain accounts. That's exactly right. And we just know where the clients are going and it just gets a lot easier, especially when you have a good team around you. Right. It makes it easier. So right. every right. year we kind of progressed. Right. No, no. I, I, doing what you guys do, I don't know how, how do you handle stress? Like, do you, do you get stressed easily on the job? Do you feel that like... You know, we don't rule with an iron fist. We let you run your department, yeah. you know, and like when you have ideas, you'll come and say, listen, I think this will make the job better. I think this will make the position better. What stresses you out in general, you know, like in your position, in your job? Yeah, so like, like, how do you, how do you handle stress or do, do you just fall apart? No, I actually, I, I think Gary V had a podcast about it. I just take a step back and I just breathe mm-hmm. instead of yelling or telling somebody to you know, do this better Mm-hmm. I just take a few deep breaths, go outside, walk. It, really? And it helps you? It helps me. I don't, I don't have outbursts. What stresses you out? Drivers running late, uh, flights coming early. Like what, what is your like 500, ri- 500 rides before 5 it's, it's a.m.? Not, it's not the rides. It's, I just want to get all the clients to where they got to go. Right. I don't want to miss anybody. I don't want to be late on anybody. Right. You know, sometimes you're tight because you had a driver dropping off at JFK and then, oh, I got to go back to the city. I forgot my passport. Right. And you're like, oh, I backed him up on... The CEO of a company, what am I going to do? Am I going to farm them out? Right. Sometimes you just run in those situations where you, you don't want to do that, but you have to. And, you know, and that's it what, just makes it That's stressful. what I wanted to bring up. This is such a human touch business right. because of the people that we're driving is so specific that they may request a driver. They may request a certain type of car. And while automation looks great on paper. I don't to, think it'll be successful. To, to automate that, like we can have the computer assist us, but like to actually have the computer do the work for you. I, I can't see it working mm-hmm. because it's, it, you know, like Anthony just said, it's the a, guy, it, you know what? Okay. So what do you do now? The guy wants a Cadillac Escalade 
and, but the, but the passenger that's in the car now left his passport at the airport. What do you do now? A computer should do something. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, that's why like all that stuff looks great on paper, right. looks great in a news announcement. Right. But you know, you can't discount what humans actually do and the decisions that we can make. Right. Exactly. Right. And dispatch is like a blank book every day. You can't go every day is different. There's always different There's no situations yeah. and ASAPs. And There's no template. There's no boilerplate template for to dispatch a, a day of New York rides. The decision making, yes, you know, what to do in That's a certain situation. But yes. every day is a blank page. It's like, all right, what is gonna happen today? Am I gonna get a flat tire? Or some account that never booked with us before is gonna be it's like gonna book I'm, booking, I'm booking ten cars and we're right. all freaking out. Right. Because we're always so excited about accounts and everything like that. You know what makes me stressed? It, you got you would never you would never guess this. You would never guess this. Eric and I went to a presentation. We flew to um, the middle of the country last week for a presentation, and they asked an amazing question. They said, "What do you do like that's not good?" Yeah, but it was a great it question. Was, and it's like you know <laughs> we're, like, we're yeah, bidding we're, for like, the work. They're like, "Where do you have to improve? Where do you have to improve?" And I'm like, "We I've done a million RFPs. I've done a million presentations, and no client has ever said." what are your shortcomings? You know, like what's your biggest shortcoming? Do you know what I feel our biggest shortcoming is not, not our shortcoming, but what Where we really, have to improve, what, right. What we have to improve, what irks me what? when an agent doesn't have personality. When, 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 no, agent, when, when anybody in the company doesn't have personality, well, they don't even give you a chance. It is no, no, automatically no. like, Oh, well, like when, if an email comes over and says, yeah. hi, you know, uh, TGIF, I want to book a ride for this client, blah, blah, blah. And our agent's like, Hi, your reservation number is one, two, three, four, five. Thanks. It's sincerely, that's it. Yeah. Like that, that, that pisses me off because I want, I think a company should have its own personality. And when you have agent, like when I call Disney world, mm -hmm. yeah, everyone, go, go book a Disney cruise. Everyone sounds right. like Minnie Mouse on the phone. Every agent's like, ha ha, hi, you know, welcome. Thanks for calling Disney. You know, like, <laughs> I gotta call. We, and like you want to call more, you want to make them feel they they make, they, they make, make you, you feel, feel like, they make you feel like a prince and yeah, a princess coming. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'm trying to instill that culture here of just saying, you know, write someone back TGIF. Hey, happy Saturday. Well, you know, hope you had a great evening. Don't get too personal. Don't be like, so what'd you do last night? We don't want to ask the clients that, but what, you know, like, well, listen, it can't, simple, it can't be distracting. No, you know, but, I but, agree. But you have to, you have to say, Hey, how are you? TGIF. Right. Let's get this. Happy Monday. Hope you had a great yeah. weekend. Let's get, nothing... this, let's get this ride booked. Right. Or, you know, I'd love to help you. Right. I can most certainly help you. You know, doing those types of training things. And, you know, that that's just on the res side. Chauffeurs, dispatchers. Oh my God, dispatch. Not, not, yeah. only, not, not yeah. only that, you know, we want everyone to be nice to each other. We want our dispatchers to be nice to affiliates. We want chauffeurs to be nice to the airport reps. We want the reps to be nice to the customers yep. all around. We just want a nice place to work and a nice place. Yeah. Well, you want to everyone be. to have a personality, right? And, and everyone has their own personality. Like I know that we can give Anthony this New York account that's coming up and say, listen, they're going to be emailing, give them the Anthony that we know. And Anthony's going to be like, what's up? What do you need? I'm here for you. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Right. Yesterday I had a guy from Vegas call me. Yeah. They're, they're building this new hotel there. And, I got a friend that's working there and he's like, I, you know, I, I need something quick in, in Washington, DC. And I'm like, hold on. Just, you know, I, I don't, I can't book the reservation. I'm like, I'm not by my computer. Mm -hmm. I got Carl on the phone. Carl's like, you tell me, give me the information. I got it. Consider you don't have to done. worry. Right. Consider it done. Yeah. This guy said to me afterwards, he's like, this is, this is what I wanted. I want to just make the call. And it's like, 
We'll take care of it. Yeah. Don't question. Don't we, we literally have one job to do. Yeah. It's just to say yes. Right. (laughs) You know, because can I do this? Yes. Right. What happened this morning, this new accounts booking with us and they booked in the middle of Nebraska. Right. right? And, but not, it wasn't, it wasn't even even have cars in Nebraska. (laughs) It wasn't, it wasn't even, we sent a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't even Omaha, Nebraska. Right. You know, in in the middle of the country in the, in those cities, right there, you know, those companies that aren't necessarily open up 24 hours. So our team was sweating for five minutes. Yeah, but we got we found the affiliate on our list in the middle. It wasn't Omaha in the middle of Nebraska, and they got the car and they're on their way. But like, if if our if our agents didn't have the personality, yeah, they could have been like, "Hi, uh, yeah, uh, we'll take a look." But if we can't get anything, sorry. Like it, that freaks me out when we have to write someone back. Sorry, we can't accommodate. What yeah. do you mean you can't accommodate? You always have to accommodate. Yeah. That's what sets us apart. Yeah. You know, my answer to that question from that client uh, was in the same vein as yours, but it's slightly different. Wasn't the personality. Personality wasn't, wasn't was the personality. Right. Listen, I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Right. And they mine, even said that was a great answer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mine, mine is, is teaching managers how to manage people, not the work because you know, 95% of the managers that started at BLS that are currently managers now, they can't, they started as a chauffeur. They started as a rep. They started as a dispatcher. They started shredding, so, shredding paper, sh- shredding paper. We'll scanning. get to, we'll get to scanning. <laughs> we'll get to Anthony's Anthony, uh, the scanner. history in, in a second. But you know, my answer to that was taking the experienced people, moving them into a management role, and then actually have them starting to manage the people to do the work the correct way. Because yeah. learning how to delegate, delegate, delegate yeah. is, is a skill in of its own. And, and not everybody can do that. Mm-hmm. Some people just want to do the work, take control, take control. You know, like how long did it take for one of our executive vice presidents to get off dispatch? Our senior, senior VPs. Hang on. Do you dispatch? I, I help when they need to do you help. You yeah. manage the people, but they, you're not sitting there and going, okay, I'm going to assign this. How, how long, I, I how long did it take you to get off the seat to say, Oh, I can, I can, help them what to do and help them manage because I know how to make the better decisions overall. It, it took a few years. And exactly. I exactly. still assist for the next day because I know they're busy with the current day. So I'll set right. up the next day. I'll plan some route. You know, I won't assign the drivers, but I'll set up packages and then a right. big shout out to John. He's been really, really Johnny good. Johnny Costa Costa. stepped up. So yeah, he's our dispatch manager in New York. He's probably doing push-ups now. <laughs> Johnny does 16. Is that why there's an earthquake in the Bronx right now? Johnny, Johnny doesn't do push-ups. Johnny pushes the earth. Down. He does 1,600 <laughs> push-ups a week. Uh, the kid's unbelievable. He's shredded. I do 1,600 in years. He's the reason why I started work. I'm not joking. He told me this when I saw him for WrestleMania. I, we, I went to a car and I saw him and he got ripped. Mm-hmm. I mean, you saw the, those veins in his arms like everybody <laughs> wants. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I just do, I work out four or five days a week. So this whole notion of you should only work out two, three days a week because your body has to recuperate. It's baloney business. And he doesn't even go to the gym either. No, no, no. He does like old school, like it's incredible. He's such an inspiration. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah. So let's get into Anthony. How'd you start at BLS? What'd you start doing? I started in the res department. How'd you hear about it? Out of curiosity. You remember Gigi? Of course. So she was dating, she was dating my uncle. And she I said, oh, no BLS idea. is looking for people. So I came in. I'm so ha- glad we have this on record now because yeah. I had no idea. <laughs> and then basically I went to reservations and then uh, your mom, Phyllis, um, she came up, said, I need somebody Who? to scan Phyllis. Who? <laughs> <laughs> we got to have her She's on She's like, next. I need you yeah. to scan. No, so. we don't. 
let's do like a hundred episodes and then have her on like for the hundredth episode. That's going to be a four hour podcast. Yeah, I know. She's not going to want to stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. So so basically I started scanning and, and the scanner was next to the door of your father. So he would open the door and look at me. Oh and then God. call me like a shamuta. He would pinch. He would like, oh, why do you got the beard? Then I would go to his office. Were you scared of him? No, because. Well, like when you first saw him. Because when you were one on one he was pretty intimidating. He was tough, but he was caring at the same time. Right. When you messed up, he was going to let you know. Right. But he wanted to see how you would fix it. Right. And he yeah. would test you. If you messed up that one time, he would, he would have remembered things. He had a great and memory. And he never asked a question he didn't know the answer to. Right. Ever. Yeah, no, I know. And if you didn't realize that going in and you lie or you talk out of your ass, <laughs> you were finito. Yeah, that's right. That you were the absolute truth. You were finito. I found myself doing that more. Yeah, he, that now I'll ask like my son a question knowing the answer. Mm-hmm. So how was school that's today? The only, you can that's only what do he that would do. Experience. He would talk to Vinny. He would talk to everybody. What did Anthony do yesterday? Then he would bring you in the office. So, so Anthony, what you, yeah, what happened Did yesterday? you mess up that job? No, they... Don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I spoke to Vinny. <laughs> and then you would get yelled at and then he would ask you who you were dating and yep. you better get married. And he was a real. Do you, you know, feel that he was in- influential on your life when it came to you getting married and settling down? Honestly, the one when I, my wife now, the, who I love, um, <laughs> my wife who i absolutely love and i will do anything for any time of the day it was you know she your dad had called me that day and he's like what's going on i was like oh i'm thinking i might go on a date and he's like you better go on a date i know i don't know who's fucking cheaper you or carl use the company credit card i don't give a shit you know, Good and, yeah and Guys, then i said don't, don't bang the table because they oh. shake a little bit yeah right. so then i met her and then one thing led to another and he called me at like 10 o'clock at night to make sure i actually went on a date and uh then I went, that was it. <laughs> so, and then I became his wingman. I was basically David's security force. Yeah. I need this camera. You set up all the cameras in the, in the company. I think there is a village in China called Oakenville because I was <laughs> buying so many cameras every week. <laughs> it was this we, cool. we, we must have like 400 cameras company wide. No, we actually, we set up shop in China. I'm telling you, we, <laughs> this one guy was like, Oaken, anything you want. I would send them back to China. That's how yeah, good no, it was. We're, we have cameras. Yeah, we, we probably do place. have 400 cameras out of He's, all of our locations. Yeah. Do you watch them? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, not, you know, only when only when you have to. Right. You know? My favorite is like if I'm up at two in the morning. You give you give you a just, check? Yeah, I'll, I'll like th- you know, <laughs> throw my attention to LA or Vegas. I'm like, who am I going to catch right now? You know, and, and you not never good, do. No. No, you never not do. An, not anymore. No, no. David was a great security guy. Like he would have been, he that was. would if he was in the security business, he would have been amazing. 100%. He, he yeah. studied, so I remember this story. He studied a car wash in LA for six months. <laughs> he watched them sleep in the car for he, six he, months. He yeah. built and the then case. he got fed up, yeah. called dispatch, said, what, what is the car wash doing? Oh, he's washing. Bullshit. And then he went, a guy was sleeping in the car. For, you he, think he was so reactionary? He wasn't. No, 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 <laughs> he, no, no. he was a judge. Yep. He would get all the facts before he would fuck, before he would make a decision. Yeah. You know, it's like, being his sons, you would and, think yeah. that he, you know, he was so reactionary and hearing it from, you know, a third party. I mean, I consider you like a brother, yeah. but just hearing it, yeah. it that's the truth. That's and what when he, he would do. when he messed up, he, he said, sorry. Yeah. Know? Yeah. He said, sorry. And it was, but over. he was right. A lot of times. I mean, some of the stuff, you know, but most of the time he, he was smart. He was smart as a way, very for the, street smart. For the record, our dad passed away. He created BLS 50 years ago by hustling the empire state building. He took our mom from a junior high teacher at Matlin Junior High in Plainview. 
he didn't meet her when she was no, in no, he took her, high. he took her off like yeah, that she, job. She, she was a teacher. She was a teacher. And, and he, he started hustling the Empire State Building. He didn't speak the language very well. Right. So he asked my mom to come into the office and she did. And, and they built it from there. Our dad passed away February, February 2nd, 2018. 2018. Battled yeah. with lung cancer, smoked his whole life. And uh, you he know, died of COPD. He, he beat the lung cancer 14 years ago, but the COPD eventually got him. So if anybody out there smokes, don't. Yeah, yeah, just knock it Don't off. smoke. The ending is ugly. And the yeah, ending is know. very ugly. It was ugly for him. It was thirty days of hell. Yeah, but it was um, you know, I, I'm I was happy to see him. Yeah. Not happy to see my father pass away, but it was I was happy to see not he was suffering finally out of his misery. And I, yeah. I know when I had when I got diagnosed with cancer, he was so upset. I didn't want to bring that up. Yeah, but, but know, are you big shout out to David? You know, yeah. he, he he literally was by my side. Throughout the whole cancer, he sympathized experience. with you. He, he was, was like literally upset. Like I know he was sick at that. The week that I got it, he was sick. Yeah, and I would have to call Kev. You know, I would have to call people to give updates. He was like literally anything I needed. He he really was a. Big, he gave you his old office. He gave he, you his office so you wouldn't get germs from the main dispatch. Yeah, yeah. Right? I remember you sent the email. You know, as because I think your dad was sick. He probably told you. You know, and mm -hmm. that really helped. I was in the office. He would talk to me every day. We would watch. Uh, Who's that guy we, he, we would watch on TV? Joel Osteen. And I remember, he was like, did you watch Joel Osteen yep. today? Nice bullshit. I said, yeah. And then he no, asked Joel me the Osteen's question. He said, what did you talk about? And I was like, uh, <laughs> you liar. <laughs> Joel Osteen's incredible. I mean, he takes, he's, he's like a law of attraction um, preacher, basically. Have You haven't listened to him lately, huh? Not, no, not, not. No, I haven't listened to him since dad died. It's a little hard to like yeah. listen to him because dad and I used to listen to him all his, the time together. His message is great. He wanted and to build a strong foundation. I knew he knew that he wasn't going to be around long and he built a foundation for us to succeed through 100%. his ways. 100%. I mean, even though we didn't agree on certain ways, but he right, built like, that, con that, that concrete foundation, you know, Vinny, me, um, Carl, Travis, William, Odette. He, he considered all of us. It, his um, boys. His, his children. And yeah. when you have a strong foundation, the building is not going to collapse. When my father was nice to someone, we knew he hated them. It's the weirdest thing. Mm -hmm. But when my father treated that person, it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the absolute truth. When he was like, when he was cold and nice. Oh, hi. Yes. Oh, hello. How are you? Nice to meet you. Okay. Nice meeting you. Bye-bye. I knew he couldn't. We was, knew he it could, was over. It was yeah. over for that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the minute he said to you, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. You, we knew yeah, that, that you were part how, of the family. That is how he sounds, by the, the way. The yeah. best, the yeah. best is that, that, that was a good dad, that, right? That was he a good was, dad. He was, and then when somebody was in trouble, all his kids got in trouble. You know, he could, I could, he, everybody was his kids. So if Michael got in trouble because he did something yeah, wrong, I, know. I would just be like, all right, David's going to call me any minute now. And he's going to tee off on me that I didn't check cars. And sure yeah. enough, it was generally your fault though. It's always Anthony's fault. And yeah. then it was one time we just, we, me and him went at it. And I like, I just said, all right, I'll talk to you later. I hung up and he thought I hung up on him. Yeah. Everybody no. got in trouble. Yeah. It's I think a, we got like, a, a week vacation <laughs> taken away from us because of you. <laughs> yeah. Nah, he, uh, listen, yeah, we all do. We all do. And, and we could even get into the spirituality part of it. I mean, you know, Eric and I believe in mediums and psychics and whatnot. No, and I, I don't want to get into that on the, on the air. Not at this point. Yeah, but I, I think, I think the direction that Eric and everybody else has taken, we're, we're more creative now. We're on LinkedIn. Absolutely. Like the dinosaur companies are not doing this. Hundred percent. We're out there now. We we want to be creative. We want to, you know, you know, whoever's the loudest is going to win in the long run. I agree. And, and you have to be smart about it, and you have to provide value. And I really believe that's what we're doing. Yeah. You know, to 
anybody can sell your company. Everybody can say, you know, we have the best cars. We have the best drivers, you know, <laughs> I have news for you. So do we. Exactly. You know, anybody can tell, you yeah, know, say that. You know, it's every, the same. But we're out there. Drivers now. don't go to school. No offense to drivers. They don't go to school to become a chauffeur. It's generally their second or third career. They're, we buy the same exact vehicles as our as everybody else. Everybody else. We don't buy a special it car is. from a special dealer in a <laughs> special magical land <laughs> of BLS vehicles. It we buy it. the same cars yep. that break down in the same manner as mm -hmm. all the quote unquote competition. Yeah. It's all baloney. It's so, the relationships and personality that change, that mean everything. Yeah, yeah. creativity is key. And, yep. and it's just it's just managing relationships. It's taking the fall when it's not your fault, or owning up to it when it when it is. Right. And uh, you know, even if it's not our fault, we still will. You know, we still that, yeah, we yeah. still take the blame. I mean, we love our clients. I mean, if it means that the executive assistant is is going to keep her job, his or her job, yeah, we'll and it means that we'll have to take the fall, we'll do it. But it sounds like we're trying to sell the company and it's not. No, the, this is just, this is, this is who we it's, are. It's, it's the soul of what BLS is. It's right. our personality. Um, we treat everybody like family. I mean, yeah, we yeah. don't say no. I mean, if we had to pick yeah. up anybody, we would. Right. It could be a drunk guy in the street with, you know, it's an account. If it's an actor, it generally is a drunk guy in the street. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No, I'm I'm loving where this podcast is going. I love that you're our first official guest. And he had to be. I mean, he he did this whole yeah, setup. Yeah. We have a soundboard. Like you beat out mom as the first official guest. Oh man. Right? As I like, hope she's not mad. I love you, Phyllis. She she probably will <laughs> be, but it's all good. But yeah, Anthony bought these circuit board. I, it looks like it looks like Johnny Five on the desk, like a short circuit. No, we, I'm you not know, touching any of the settings right now. It's just amazing. Don't even touch the lights. I mean, we look we're it's really perfect. popping off of everything. Believe it or not, we so we have two like studio lights, so to speak. Yeah, and then we shut the lights off in the room. And it a looks, nice black background. I love it. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm no, really great. like really happy. I'm, it's just amazing what the internet can do. I mean, you said it at one of the our ga gatherings with the. You said you had the phone. You said. The world's at your hands, and the world is at your. I went to steps. YouTube, and did, what was what's the point of going to school anymore? You just go to YouTube. Don't and tell my son that. Everything. Please. Yes, my <laughs> son asked should me, teach you how to get along with people. How to? You know what my wife said? What? Fascinating. I, I and I agreed with her a hundred percent. Why isn't there a school for a house to own a house? I I didn't know what a mortgage was. It ain't Common Core. No, it's you not. Know, yeah, but why it's, is it? Why isn't there a plumbing course? That everyone has to take to, to change out a valve in a toilet for real. Yeah. You know, like and you want to learn about that. You got to go to plumbing school. History and calculus should be the electives and they should 100%. be, they should be teaching children life skills 100%. on how to survive in the world. They should be teaching them stock trading 101. Yes. They should be teaching them how to edit video. They should be, it should be updated to be taught to be teaching things how that are updating with, with the times calculus. You can just find out on the internet. Right. Practical skills for practical degrees down the road is, is where it has to go. And, you know, the, right now. Changing an oil. There should be a course yes. on changing your own oil. There should be a course on, on inflating a tire with air. And there's just not. And there's not. You have to go to a special school for that. And you're right. We don't need to learn about geology. If you really want to, you should take that as an elective. There should be something on, on personal, home improvement. Personal yep. finance. Personal finance is, is probably the most important thing that anybody has to learn. hundred percent. And you're thrown into the world with it. Yep. You are thrown into the world. I said before. Yes, you can Google that. You can anything now and anything now you can look up on YouTube. You can look up on Google. Right. But if schools want to reinvent the way they're doing things, 
you know, is, yeah, there's all sharks out there wanting to take your money. So you have no experience. You just go in. I want to buy a house. You don't have no idea what a mortgage yeah, is. Mortgage what the rates 101. Are. In the tenth grade, you should learn about mortgages. Hundred percent. I had no idea what a mortgage was. Yeah. Mortgage was until mom's like, "You have to pay this." I'm like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's your mortgage. You got to start paying it. That was you know when I first moved into my first house. Yeah. But in this day and age, they're teaching you stuff that really doesn't apply to life. And I had the conversation with him again last night. You know, you have to do this to learn what's going to happen later on in life. No doubt, you know, English, you know, the learning the basics and, and there's no doubt that furthering your education polishes you mm-hmm. where you can answer a question correctly. You can problem solve yeah. doing those types of things is very important, but man, a lot of other things should be included. hundred percent people skills, how to deal with you people, know, how you know, to read people. You know what? Public speaking should be a mandatory class. You have issues with that. Yeah, but, and I had to work through it myself. Right. But public speaking, uh, debate, that shouldn't Absolutely. be an elective. Team right. building. I team, mean, building. team building. Team building. They Absolutely. don't even have, they never had that when I was in high school. No. no. Team well, building, and they should give five kids a tent and they have to put it together. Right. Right. Or, or they, they should have long-term projects and short-term projects. Right. And. How to mow a lawn. Right. How to maintain landscaping. I remember for one week in school, they had a real life situation where you picked out of a hat your occupation and you mm-hmm. picked, and then, and then you had a budget and they did it for one week in all the years that I went but to you school. Three months and of I remember I, science, picked, right? I, I picked, a, I, I was a nurse right. and then you had to go to the newspaper and clip out leases and do budgets on all those things. And it was amazing. Every kid loved it. And then it was over. Right. That's what children have to learn. Right. Exactly. How to balance your home budget. Personal finance. Personal finance. Yeah, no, it, I couldn't agree more. What was your main elective in, in high school? What was your like big thing? That you it was were- like carpentry. I, w- I went to a, a separate school because they, really? they gave me credit for math and everything. If I went to BOCES, I wasn't retarded or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> they sent me to like a trade school. The politically correct term is, is learning disabled. Listen, <laughs> I was, <laughs> someone's going to leave I, a I, comment at the bottom of that. You know? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> but I, I went so, to carpentry. I learned how to you know build things, build benches. Uh, really? I didn't know that. And then I went to a, a florist course because there was a, a lot of women. Sure. So I was like, let me take that class. And I was just digging the lawn for them and planting the really? roses. I learned it was a great school. It was in Levittown too. Really? It was BOCES. BOCES up by us in Syosset? It's no, in Levittown. There, there's a bunch of BOCES okay. all over Long Island. But you know, right. I was terrible in math. So my math teacher and my guidance guy was like, hey, why don't you just go to BOCES and we'll right. give you credit. So I just went to BOCES for half the day, learned carpentry skills. But why do I have to do that? They just should be included in the... See that? Like, you have to seek it I out. I would yeah. learn how to lay carpet. You know, right. I have no idea. I would love how to change an electrical socket. You know, like there should be a class called home. Yeah. And yeah, e- yeah. everything that, yeah, has, to, everything that, that yeah. has to do with the home, you should have to learn how to yeah, do insurance, you know, right. It's still a mystery. I, I, yeah. I still don't get you know, it. Who the hell knows what's going on over there. I, I still don't get it. I don't understand how it works. I just get a bill once mm-hmm. a year and I have to pay it and that's but it. You I have back to in. know, you know, the, when the, the tectonic yeah the yeah. tectonic plate shifts or you know like <laughs> some, some random thing in history they're going to test you on that you can just ask Siri to do the worst though the worst for me the mm. worst subject that I actually failed out of and I quit three months in chemistry it was math times science and yeah, I, no, I was bad no. in both no, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know I uh, what are you doing just looking Making sure everything looks okay. Everything looks good. It looks great. We're really popping off the screen. What do you think, audience? Are we popping or are we, are we what? I think the colors are really, really good right now. Yeah, they are. They look great. 
Eric's like Eric. You can just see Eric's head and arms. Big shout out to YouTube to, right. for those lights. You know that was a big suggestion on YouTube. To was get it those really? Lights. Yeah. yeah. There's I a th- lot of podcast setup videos. It's right. like hundreds of them. It's just that crazy. Millions. Who the hell knows how many? But yeah, we got these uh, these new arms, articulating arms. You kind of see one here. Yeah. Yeah. You can yeah, see this one. Yeah. Time, this one. Yeah. Looks like good. that thing from Prometheus. This was, uh, you ever see Prometheus? <laughs> it comes out. He's like, oh, that was the stupidest. It's, they're scared of the alien hologram, right? And they run back into the cave. And one of these things climbs out of this ooze. And he goes, oh, hi, cutie. Hi. <laughs> it's like, what kind of writing is that? <laughs> we should make this into an, a film and entertainment podcast. Talk about movies all day. We're what business. was better, Endgame or Infinity War? Quick. Uh, and Endgame. Oh, come on, man. What? Are you for real? I like them Endgame both, was, Nah, man. I have a date with Endgame on Next September week? 24th, flying out there. What was LA. the last movie you watched? Goodfellas? <laughs> <laughs> that was on the other day. Yeah, no, I, I love I, that I, movie. I, I still haven't seen Endgame. I thought you were going to say you still haven't seen Goodfellas. <laughs> I've seen Goodfellas many times. I you still told me seen your next trip, you're going to actually watch it, right? September 24th, phone. baby. I have I'm Godzilla, excited. King of the Monsters. I have Tolkien, and I have... Um, I forgot what that third movie was. I could probably look it up right now. So you do, you Rocket download Man. the movies on Rocket your phone? Man, yes. Man. You set it up for your flight? Set it up for my flight, download yeah. the movies. I mean, you're sitting on a six hour flight. It's like, yeah. you know. when I go to Poland, it's like 10 hours. I just Lord of oh the Rings. My God. Lord of the Rings. All three? Towers, three hours. Then do I you want- do the extended versions? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no reason to watch. My wife's like, you watch this movie like 80 times. You do the Hobbit on the way back? I switch it up. I your do. Wife just uh, your wife just doesn't get it. I usually go from one to the last, and then and then sometimes I switch it. I go back to the. You so you gotta do Hobbit extended version first, and uh-huh. then go right into uh, Fellowship, then Two Towers, and Return of the King. Nice. This is still. I don't know if you've seen them lately. Not they're, the Hobbit ones. The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, they're amazing. They movies. still hold up. The last Hobbit movie was rated like R. It was. Have you seen it? No. That was that was I, I I showed Alex that movie. He loved it. That was his um that was his first R-rated movie that he actually saw, and he's like, it's really gory. Yeah, I loved how they went back to show you the uh, story no. before. It was great. It was amazing. The Oaken Bros on movies and film. I don't think that we're uh, talking to our audience here. <laughs> <There's> no- <laughs> <laughs> this is just like right. <laughs> the limo guys are gonna be like. What are they talking about? <laughs> I want to learn about podcasting and how to get more customers. Why do you about the Hobbit? <laughs> so I don't even know what we spoke about today. Does it matter? Education, no. podcast yeah, setup. Education. Education, podcast setting up. Anybody can do this. The power of Absolutely. YouTube. Take the conversations that you're having with your with, friends, with classmates, your friends, associates. Uh, associates. And colleagues and just start recording and we didn't start out like this we just started with a camera right in front of us with no microphones or anything right. like that um but we think if we bring production and, value and don't it, sell it don't sell i'm selling creating no 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 no, yeah. no i'm talking about to those operators out there to those people out there they're going to be like uh, we have brand new cars and we can do this and we so can do does that. everybody else so does everybody else we're not sitting here going we have brand new cars in new york and la and vegas and atlanta and chicago we're not sitting there saying that i just did <laughs> <laughs> but the, the idea of getting on here and talking from your heart and and speaking to an audience whether that's five people or right, 500 like this, people this camera right here is is my friend or it's my client right or it's i'm not even looking at the exactly yeah it's it's yeah. it's everybody and this is how we talk be yourself yeah. talk about what you know about and because that's what you're an expert in and hopefully people will find value in it and then what was your 
biggest thing that you wanted to talk about when you found your shtick? When you said, okay, Michael can talk about the universe. Well, I want to, I want to talk about, I want to talk about law of attraction because I feel it's been successful. Yeah, but you don't life. go to, you don't go to like an executive VP of a studio and be no, like, Oh, but you don't, you don't, you don't, lay, it on, universe? You don't lay it on <laughs> thick like that, but you can relate it to anything. Right. You know, you don't, you don't lay it on thick like that. Right. Um, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to talk about podcasting. I wanted to talk about social media. Not here to clients, not here. To here. clients, I'll, I'll talk to them about that also. Yeah. You know, yeah. They might even watch these, and then when we go for a meeting, they're gonna be like, "I watched that you, podcast." You said that already. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Am I repeating myself? Did you? Yeah, we are giving away all of our stuff, but there's so much to talk about. You yeah, know? but you can you can you can tell somebody to do something till you're blue in the face. No one ever listens. That is true. You know, yeah. you know, you know. This on the way in. This is what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. That. You know, posting content showing up to work early every day, diet, exercise, discipline, business, discipline, mm-hmm. 110%. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yep. You are bigger than the subject you are trying to tackle. Mm-hmm. Discipline. Mm-hmm. You're more powerful than it. You are bigger than it. You can take it on. And we took this head on first, like head on smashing through a window to try and get it done. Mm-hmm. And that's how you have to be about everything in your life. And I try every day to be that person who overcomes the challenge by doing it every day, every single that's day. Really profound, you, you, you have to yeah. live it and you have to do it yep. because you're bigger than the problem you're trying to make. You want, you want to have a bigger arms work out every day. Yes. You want to have a podcast Record every day. You want more people to know who you are on the internet? Post every single day. Exactly. Right. Every day. And my guy, Anthony Robbins, said, success leaves clues. If you want to learn how to get bigger arms, mm-hmm. go on YouTube and go find guys with really big arms and see what they did. Obviously, if they're doing something illegal or they're doing something that's not in, in, in line of what you're looking for. Don't course, do that. You have, yeah. to use best, you have to use best practice. You have to, best, you have to, your, your judgment. You, you have to use best judgment. Right. But you know, That was really profound what you said before, and that's the absolute truth. You have to take things on. You know, you, you have a certain diet, and I know this is not a diet podcast, and we are not doctors. We don't, we're not telling yeah, people I, how to I don't, eat. I don't want to say how we eat because- well, you basically just, did. It's, you it's said, taboo. Well, I'm, I'm very, 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 very low carb, but I'll leave it at that. Right. And I had success for me, but I wouldn't have success if I didn't do it every single day. Right. Every day. You practice what you preach. Yes. Right. And if you want success in anything in life, do it. Repetition. You, you have to commit to it and you have, you have to, to repeat you, it. You have to be pot committed. Right. And then if you're not seeing results after a certain amount of time, reassess what am I doing wrong? Right. And, and let's, let's change things up. Right. So that's, yeah, on the way in today when I was driving, I said, that's what I wanted to talk about. What's, what's your biggest, um, like, what do you feel you're lacking in Anthony? What's your biggest thing that like, I could do this better, not, not work-wise, just in your life in general. I think reinventing myself, you know, sometimes I get stuck, like I want to do it this way, but I should do it, you know, try different methods and reinventing yourself is key. I think Mm -hmm. if you stay the same ways, you're just never going to grow. But now that I'm reinventing myself, I'm giving more responsibility to John, you know, Fonzie, 
you know, was they, it hard for you in the beginning? These are his uh, dis- it, it dispatches in New York because yeah. I I, de- I loved what I did. You know, I love dispatching. I I love moving cars. You know, getting people to where they got to go. Premieres, you name it. But I reinvented. I said, you know, let me because Eric talked about it. Like, you know, you got to assign and let other people are nothing. manage the people. Oh, they're never going to learn you anything. To, yeah, not only that, but you have, you have to, to expand delegate. your role. We right. know you're the best dispatcher. We know you can dispatch. You know, a million right. rides and, and everything is going to go great. Okay, what's next? Step up your game, pass the knowledge along, and let's move on. And, and shout, out to, shout out to Vinny. Big you shout know. out to, shout yeah, out to Vinny. Vinny. taught us all many yeah. lessons. Vinny's been here longer than I have been. When I, Vinny, start, a, Vinny, started working, Vinny started working here when I was six years old, and we're going to have him on here. We got, we're going to have everybody on here yeah. in the company. Yeah. I and still fix his computer to this day. <laughs> Vinny's a veteran. He taught me everything I know. When it no. came to uh, being cool, calm, and collected, we used to call him the Ice Man because Vinny would. Literally, he never Vinny, gets to the boiling point. Nope. He just turns red. Vinny, and I've never still seen, gets it done. I've never seen, Vinny could have. Uh, okay, two, guys. Okay, okay. And he would just he would handle it, and Vinny Vinny w- would piss ice water. He was Ice Man. He still is. Yeah, yeah. Nothing flusters that man. Yeah. And, he, and, and he that's taught why me to be he's cool. Doing what he does. That's exactly right. That's why he's at the top of his game in yeah. this industry. Hundred percent. You and know. he has, he, he's kind of reinventing himself because now he's not focusing on dispatch so That's much. That's exactly right. And now he's focusing on inspecting stuff and, you know, what you, and what, stuff like that and reinventing the garage and the cars and stuff like that. It's the old Anthony Robbins adage. I'm going to bring Anthony Robbins up a lot in this podcast because he was that influential to me. I listened to his podcast and his tapes uh, in 2002. And that's yeah, how watch some I'm, of his YouTubes. It's, I'm going on 20 years with Anthony after Robbins. After this, I just want to say I want to wrap it up because I have a dentist in 10 minutes. Okay. Well, Anthony, I can continue. You I, could YouTube, I, I could YouTube it. I have some tools in my trunk. Con, can I? Okay. That's what he said in yeah. one of his tapes. I don't remember what day it was. C-A-N-I. Constant and never-ending improvement. Yep. You got to work towards that. Every single day of your life. Every day, if you're not learning, you're dying. Every day, if you're not growing, you're dying. It is the truth. And I live my life like that. And I was the one that introduced the law of attraction to my family. I was yep. the one that dove into the secret and dove into, you know, the universe and dove into Anthony Robbins. And yeah. I wanted to be better. I wanted to be, I wanted my family to be better. I wanted my business to be better. And I had to lead by example in that respect. Um, you had to blaze that path. Absolutely. But, but, you know, we all, we dad all caught li- on. Dad lived longer because he changed his attitude mm-hmm. of, you know, he was a negative guy for most of his life. Um, but he really, he reinvented himself. Well, you know, for the record, he wasn't negative before he got ill. Right. You know, it's, it's hard to remember him back before 2006. 14, 15 years ago, yeah. Before 2006, before he was diagnosed. 2004. But he, he right. was a total yeah. rock star after he got sick. He went inward right. and he became depressed and it was very hard for him and to And his circle on. got smaller, whoever he... Yeah, mm-hmm. whoever he allowed in. Yeah. yeah. He really just focused primarily on Vegas. That was, that was my dad and our special thing. And the New York garage. And the and New mechanics. York garage. Right. Yeah. right. He was I'll, big on mechanics. A lot of stuff uh, fell by the wayside, especially our LA, you know, our LA operation. And he was still heavily involved in it, but we weren't traveling out there nearly as much as we should. Yeah. And we let a lot of things go. And um, it was a lot of lessons learned. And I'm glad that we finally, like we're back in it now. And I know that he's, oh, yeah. I mean, he's is- backing us and, I, we have a very, we have a huge momentum going. I got this great email last month from uh, Scott in, in LA. He's our sales guy. Big shout out to Scott Bup. And he met with a client and the client who we've had this client for, I mean, it's been about 18 years now. Wow. And um, he met with them 
and they showed him around the office and it was this big, you know, this is awesome. This is great. And they're following Eric and I on LinkedIn. And, you know, there's this like kind of kumbaya thing happening right now. And I thanked her for allowing Scott up to the office to meet all the agents and everything. Nice. And I'm like, thank you so much. It was, I'm so grateful for it. And she wrote me back. And I like, I, I think about this day and night. Mm-hmm. She's like, we are so excited about the resurgence of BLS. With that. And wow. I was like, boom, nice. yeah. like that's what I wanted to see. And for a client to see that and for a client to say that. And their business that means is people increasing. Are noticing, yeah. 100%. BLS 2.0. BLS yeah. two point. That's exactly I, honestly, right. Honestly, I, I think about this every day. We're a fifty-year startup. Yeah, I feel every day I come in, you're yeah. like the legacy, this, that, the other thing. Yeah, the legacy's great, it's, but it's amazing. But we are a fifty-year startup, and we are just getting started. All right. And with that, I gotta go. So oh, all right. That was fun, off. guys. Let's get that was episode three, right? That was episode episode three. three. That was amazing. And right we're, now, Anthony, we have a thank lot of you. We're the Oaken Bros. I'm how Eric. Many, how many minutes was that? That was forty-four minutes. I'm wow. Eric. That's Michael. And I'm Anthony. That's Anthony. Anthony signing off. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for all the listeners out there for listening to us. And uh, later, guys. Bye-bye. Later.